Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for the afternoon of Tuesday the 14th of December. I'm Charles Firth and today we've got a very special episode. We're talking to Michael Bradley, who is a gun lawyer and a defamation expert. And uh, joining me to talk all matters defamation is Craig Rucastle. That's coming up just after this. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. Joining us now is Michael Bradley. He's a lawyer with Mark Lawyers. And he recently wrote an article for The Shot uh, which is a great website and happens to be a sister website of The Chaser, describing how to not commit defamation while on Twitter. That's a, that's a good article. <laughs> yeah. It's a very useful it's article. It's very useful. Yeah, especially in this day and age. Michael, thanks for joining us. Good to be here. So you just, is, does the, is the article just, don't call Peter Dutton a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you allowed to call Peter Dutton a potato? Like that's the first one, surely. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I did in the first paragraph, so. <laughs> but isn't, yeah. isn't the truth that everything's defamatory? Isn't that the problem with our defamation law in Australia? Well, almost everything. Weirdly, vulgar abuse is not defamatory, and that's sort of one of the, one of the bits that the courts leave out. So if, so if you really go hard, like really, really hard, mm. um, then you're, you're safe. But, but, but it's got to be kind of like rude stuff, doesn't it? It's got to, it's got to not yeah. have an implication of them actually being corrupt, just like you are a cunt or you're a fuck yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. That's the vulgar abuse there, isn't it? What about yeah. something like dodgy? Are you allowed to call, say, Gladys Berejiklian dodgy? Oh, that's defamatory. Okay. Well, yeah. I, don't, well I, don't, I just want to say, I didn't say that. <coughs> yeah. yeah. She's a fuckwit, but not dodgy. <laughs> yeah, right. See? But, no, but I've learned. But then isn't it also then about risk, isn't it? Because it's like I like I think she's dodgy. I think she's dodgy. Like I'm surely uh, I'm allowed to say that. Well, if you say I think, then that changes everything. <laughs> so, so then it becomes an opinion, not a statement of fact. Oh, right. So you can say I think. Mm, that. How much fact does that have to be based on? And like, mm. for instance, if it got to court, would the, the team, would Gladys's team or somebody else be able to use against Charles the fact that all of his opinions in the past, every single one of them has proved to be untrue? <laughs> no, um, no. No? <laughs> really? No, 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 an opinion only has to be honest. Um, it doesn't have to be right. Um, <laughs> and you don't have to have a track record for um, for not being an idiot yourself. So what it has to be, however, is based on um, facts. Right. So, oh, that's gonna that's gonna yeah. get in the way of the Charles approach because <laughs> yeah. Charles yeah. also constructs the facts by which he bases his opinions on. So that's a not a good approach from a defamation perspective. Correct. And also, yeah. wasn't it was it you who who said? Oh, maybe it was in the article that you don't want to ever be in a defamation suit trying to argue the truth the the truth defence because you've sort of already lost. 
if you're having to prove something is true because then you actually have to prove it, which is sometimes much, much harder than, you know, you can say, oh, well, Daryl Maguire was really dodgy in, you know, getting that money for the gun club. But then proving that to be true is a completely different thing. Well, that, that's right. I mean, yeah, if, if you're... If you make a direct um, defamatory allegation about someone, mm. um, then yeah, you, you have to be in a position to to uh, prove that it's true. Uh, if that's the only defence that's available to you, mm. and that and that's a bit of a lottery. So, so if you're saying basically avoid getting into a position where you have to prove something's true, what's your main kind of t- couple of takeaways for somebody who is just on, on Twitter? Trying to, you know, be part of the conversation and that, but not not wanting to be sued at the same time. A big part of it is is choosing your target. So, you know, there are um, while while certainly you know politicians have been suing a lot lately. Most politicians don't sue, mm. so you'd be pretty comfortable saying just about anything about Scott Morrison because it doesn't appear that he's insultable and mm. he doesn't. Well, this, is, this, is, this is a fundamental, this is a big question I had because I've always been confused by this, right? So in the early 90s we got this concept of a free speech, uh, you know, free, uh, what is it, a, a presumed kind of freedom of communication. Implied. Implied, implied commu- constitutional freedom of political communication when it comes to politics, basically. That it's an essential part of our democracy to have that. I thought at the time, this is opening up, the, like, oh, basically politicians aren't going to be able to sue. Why is suddenly now it's the favourite pastime of politicians to sue and why are they getting away with it? Yeah, it was it was it was a classic false dawn. Um, the High Court kind of came up with that sort of established. I mean, there was an established principle: this implied freedom of political communication in the Constitution, and and there was this case where they applied it to a defamation case, and so everyone went, "Wow, that's that's amazing!" Now we are actually protected. We can say whatever we like about politicians. Um, and there's this new defence. And then a couple of years later, the High Court came back and said, well, that's not actually what we meant <laughs> at all. Um, oh, so they actually came back, did they? In- yeah, in another case. Um, and, I mean, although they said we're definitely not reversing ourselves, you've all just misunderstood us. <laughs> they were definitely reversing themselves. <laughs> and Gee, the High Court are a bunch of lying pricks. Is that uh, mere abuse? <laughs> That's definitely, definitely. And also, I never knew the second part of that thing, the yeah, second ruling. Yeah, Can yeah. I just say, well, I, I never heard that one, but, like, can't we just go on the first one? Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you, no. But um, oh, so, so total ignorance is not a defence. Damn. Damn. To anything at all. No, so, yeah, it kind of got neutered quite quickly and um, it is, it's still there in theory. The ABC was actually going to run the implied constitutional point in the Porter case, if if it had gone ahead, they were they were going to have a crack at it. It's been quite rare that anyone's even bothered, and mm. so that would have been interesting. Um, but yeah, to if it has any play at all in defamation, it's very very limited. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. So, unfortunately, so we get to the position now where politicians are suing a lot. And, I mean, I mean, let's, I mean, I'll be devil's advocate for them briefly. I mean, it, it would suck if you're, <laughs> you know, you're a politician. I know you have power, but if you're just constantly being abused for something you haven't done, you know, it would not be a great position to be in, particularly in certain social <laughs> media settings. Uh, you know, do you think there should be a total freedom of speech when it comes to that? Yeah, totally. I mean, they've got <laughs> they've got unlimited access. I done reply. Yes, yeah. they literally they can go in and they can call you a child molester in Parliament, and parliamentary privilege means that they can just say that they can just literally say anything they like about you, but you're not allowed to say anything you like about them. I like the way that your concept of a good political dialogue is if everyone can call each other a child molester. <laughs> No, but like it, it has happened. I mean, the, um, I think that is Darren Hinch's <laughs> definition of. It. <laughs> yeah, that's right. there, a, um, there was a liberal uh, senator. I've forgotten his name. He was he was an asshole, but he um, he was one of he was like Howard's hitman. Anyway, he got up in Parliament and under privilege accused Michael Kirby, who was a High Court judge at the time. Bill Heffernan. Bill Heffernan. Bill Heffernan. Bill Heffernan. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Of like of, yeah, basically being you know a pedophile. Um, mm. And with complete impunity, I mean, I thought the, the High Court should have reinstituted the um, constitutional um, position in retaliation. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, they've, you know, so they can, they have that protection. They've got unlimited access to media to say, you know, to defend themselves, to to defend their reputation. They don't need defamation law. Yeah. I mean, it's right. Is there any is there any sense we're going to reform this? I mean, I, ironically, Christian Porter said, I think we should reform defamation laws. That was a few years ago. Hasn't mentioned it again <laughs> as recently. Uh, is there any chance of fixing this up? Because Australia is amongst one of the most kind of huge defamation courts in the in the world, isn't it? Yeah, so we are the world leaders uh, in defamation litigation. Uh, I mean, actually, do you reckon? I reckon Singapore isn't the whole way Singapore sort of gets rid of its opponents. Like in Australia, you're supposed to vote on things. There over in Singapore, you literally just sue your political but that's opponents only, into that's oblivion. Only, that's only the political thing, whereas there's everything no, else in Australia. No, no, but I think it, it, it extends to civil society. Like it literally, I see what the Libs are doing at the moment, just suing everyone, is just literally they're trying to implement a sort of Singapore-style lawfare non-democracy. Like it, like. Sorry, but isn't that the case? Like Singapore's worse than Australia, isn't it? For now, well, it's worse in the sense that yes, the government there has 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 a long-standing practice of using defamation law as a political weapon, and the courts um, have given them a one hundred percent win rate. So um, oh. <laughs> maybe that's the law reform that Christian Porter was going to yeah, implement. Going to 100%. So we, we have the benefit of an independent judiciary. Mm. Um, here, Poor Christian is, Porter didn't have that benefit. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, we're not we're not a billion miles away from that either if the government, you know, of the day sort of continues down that path of, of using this law to silence criticism and dissent. It's... It's in the same territory. When we sort of um, admitted that we'd gone through a legal process over the Andrew Lamming thing, 
yeah. we had lots of trolls on Twitter sort of going, well, maybe you should just print facts rather than slurs. And sort of, and it really pissed me off all that stuff because it was like, like if that actually happened, then you wouldn't be able to comment on anything at all. Like, yeah, you can't. It's not just about facts. I think the, the UK, the um, the US courts are the best of them. The Supreme Courts, their kind of free speech doctrines when they actually write about it mm. are amazing. They just talk about the fact that you know it's not like people have to be civil. You don't have to be the most intellectual person to have a proper political dialogue. Means everyone can speak, mm. and that's not necessarily going to mean you know that the, the guy down the pub who's talking about politics is going to be doing it just with facts and just in the most beautiful way. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, the the Supreme Court the, uh, in the US, um, yeah, they speak really eloquently about free speech and its importance to a democracy. Um, and they say if you're going to have democracy, you need free speech. If you're going to have free speech, then part of that freedom is freedom to be wrong. Mm. But yeah. interesting, interesting question, though, I guess, in the Ameri- Michael, it'd be interesting in the kind of American context right now. We've got, we, you know, a pendulum swings too far one way. You'd say the problem in America at the moment is that there's so much free speech that and the whole point that you can be wrong like you get a trump like figure and you yes. can just everyone can be wrong like so you mm. kind of go is there a limit on free speech when it comes to this whole question of having facts having not having just disinformation because particularly with the kind of uh, media environment we have if you have a system based purely on disinformation that cannot be punished in any way is that kind of undermining democracy itself well, my view is that it is not the absence of defamation law which has caused that problem in the US. Mm. And and given that Australia is rapidly heading down the same path at the moment, um, being led by our national leader, yeah, I, it, it's not defamation law. No, no, it's not defamation law, but is, there, but is there a way you can have, because, you know, the whole point of free speech, is there a way you can go, okay, it's not defamation law, that's obviously just basically rich people suing each other over slights. Is there another way you can go, We yes, we respect free speech, but we need to be able to limit it in some way so that it's not just disinformation? Um, that is a really problematic question because... Come up uh, with a legal reform on this podcast immediately. <laughs> Quickly yeah. come up with a piece of legislation, Michael. Yeah, all right, no, the Misinformation Act, I'll draft it and send it through to you uh, by text message shortly. <laughs> no, it's hard though, isn't it? I, like, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's I, the I, only law that starts, I reckon. <laughs> These things are now illegal. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been disappointing. Charles, didn't you promise that Michael would come on here and solve all legal problems across the world? Yeah. Well, yeah. Did, yeah, yeah. Very Which, that's, that's the fact I'm basing my opinion that Michael has failed drastically Drastically in this podcast, on. Hang on a second. No, I shouldn't have done that. I, I have learned from this podcast. I should just call you a fuckwit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is that right? But only if it's an honestly held opinion. No, 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 no. That's just. Oh, uh, no, that's vulgar abuse. Vulgar abuse. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Michael, yeah. you're a cunt. <laughs> you don't even have to believe it. <laughs> it's not, it's, that's lucky because I really actually I quite like you, Michael. And so, but don't, don't, I don't, don't, um, I don't, don't, don't tell anyone that because that's defamatory against me. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Um, uh, let's hope that this has helped some people not get sued. Yeah, I, I doubt. And it, also, yeah, likely. I read read his article because because yeah. Michael's article is a lot better because it doesn't have Charles and I. <laughs> totally fucking it up in the middle. I think that, that yeah, that's I the crucial part that makes that article so good, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
That seems very defamatory, Josh. Should we sue yeah, this guy? Sue. So the, the article's at theshot.net.au and uh, Michael is available for kids' parties and suing people. <laughs> or getting or, or being place. defended. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, we might be talking to you soon, okay? No worries. Thank Cheers. you. All right. That's Michael Bradley from Mark Lawyers. We'll be back in a moment. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. That's all we've got time for today. Our gear is from Rode Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. And we'll see you again tomorrow.